You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, August 1st, 2009. Upcoming events. From his early days, Ed demonstrated a penchant for music, learning, and the Lord. After receiving a Ph.D. in physics, he worked for the U.S. Department of Agriculture and then the Census Bureau performing statistical analysis. He went on to become a distinguished but largely unknown management consultant focused on process efficiency. By age 80, this deeply spiritual man yearned to share his wisdom with a much broader audience. But he didn't know how. Attend the executive forum and discover what he did to make his latter years his best years and in the process become one of the most venerated organizational gurus of the 20th century. The Executive Forum will be Thursday, August 27th at Glen Eagles Country Club in Plano, Texas from 11.30 a.m. to 1 p.m. Register on the website strategieswork.com. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. This seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your life purpose. Don't miss this opportunity to learn biblical principles that will help you discover your destiny. Peace, joy, and satisfaction will be yours only if you discover and fulfill your life purpose. This event will be presented in both live and virtual settings. Upcoming live event will be September 18th and 19th in Plano, Texas, and the upcoming webinars will be each Tuesday evening from 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Central beginning October 6th and running through November 17th. See StrategiesWork.com for details. A special BTS webinar... Financial Management 2. Why do the wicked prosper? What are true riches? What is the purpose of money? What are the signs of the worship of money? Life is very short, so how do you use money to prepare for eternity? Gain a biblical perspective on these and other issues related to money and finance in this upcoming webinar. This training venue is an advanced study of biblical worldview of finance. The seminar will be held from 7.30 to 9 p.m. Central Time each Thursday evening from September 3rd through November 19th. Information and registration can be found on the website strategieswork.com. The BTS Seminar Kingdom Management 2. Because we live in God's universe, to have success we must obey His rules, including the rules for His workplace. So what are God's rules for managing organizations? Most of the teaching on management is from the world. There is a dearth of teaching on this critical topic of management from a biblical worldview. Kingdom Management 2 is the second installment in the Kingdom Management series and is designed to give you more insight and wisdom as to how to manage based on a biblical worldview. Full of practical tips, this teaching will transform your understanding of management and lay the foundation for unprecedented success in your life. This event will be presented in both live and virtual settings. The upcoming live event will be Friday, October 23, 2009 from noon to 5 p.m. in Plano, Texas. The upcoming webinar will be held each Thursday evening from 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. Central Time, November 5th, 12th, and 19th, 2009. See StrategiesWork.com for details. And finally, a special event for SLA alumni only. The annual Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event is scheduled for Friday, June 26th. This year's topic is Character. Learn how to overcome the trends in the culture that are impairing your character development. Learn a biblical model for building great character and releasing the potential in your life. Upcoming webinar will be held each Tuesday evening from 8 to 9.30 p.m. Central Time, September 8th, 15th, and 22nd, 2009. See StrategiesWork.com to sign up. 
These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help in learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. These consultants are equipped to help you grow in Christ and to find and fulfill your divinely ordained life purpose. Please contact them or contact the Strategies at Work home office if you would like our help. See the website strategieswork.com for details. And now Dr. Chester brings us a message titled, The Kingdom of God and the Workplace. Bernie Madoff's fate has been determined. He pled guilty to operating the biggest Ponzi scheme in history and will spend the rest of his life in jail. The judge showed no mercy in sentencing him, which was appropriate given the egregious nature of his sins. I think most would agree that what drove Madoff to live out the lie of his con game was avarice or greed. Greed is the unrestrained compulsion to accumulate more and more physical wealth, even to the point of compromising values such as truth, hard work, and fidelity. Values that most of us would embrace, at least in theory. If Madoff valued truth, hard work, and fidelity, one would never know it. He lived a life of ease built on lies, deceit, and infidelity. Another perspective on Madoff's sin is that he worshipped money. That is, he erected an idol to the almighty dollar and compromised everything to worship that idol. He became skilled at greed through the consistent practice of lies and deception. The fact that it is possible to become an expert in greed is noted by the Apostle Peter. See 2 Peter 2 verse 14. Furthermore, the Apostle Paul wrote that greed is a form of idolatry. See Colossians 3 5. Madoff mastered greed and the worship of money. Madoff's story is a warning to all of us about the fate of people who worship money. Most of us would never consider that we might be, like Madoff, infected with greed. But we, would we be correct? Does the worship of money exist in all of us, even in people who don't commit the most egregious of sins? My friend Dennis Peacock says that what is in any of us is in all of us. The only question is to what degree? Given that we are all descendants of Adam and Eve, and everything reproduces after its own kind, then it follows that what was in Adam and Eve is in us. Adam and Eve sinned, so we as their descendants have a sin nature. Hence, I think it is fair to say greed, and therefore the worship of money, is in all of us. The only question is to what degree. To help us gain perspective, consider the worship of money, how the worship of money may be manifested. An easy analysis is to compare the common view of work with the biblical view of work. The common view of work is what I call the dualistic view. This view is a utilitarian view of work, that is, work is a means to an end, a necessary part of life to make money. This perspective holds that work is at best morally neutral and at worst evil. There is no inherent dignity in work. So we work as little as possible in order to spend as much time as possible doing important things elsewhere, like leisure activities, shopping, church functions, and mission trips. For a Christian, the dualistic view of work means that work has no redeeming value other than to make money and to offer opportunities for evangelism. For example, a friend of mine, Bob Payne, recently shared the story of a plumber who came to his house to replace Bob's water heater. The plumber was a professing Christian 
who had a heart to share Christ with others. Upon arriving at Bob's house, the plumber quickly commented that plumbing work was only a means to an end. It gave him access to people in their homes so that he could pray for them. Bob responded that he didn't need the plumber to pray for him. What he needed was a new water heater, and he needed it installed properly. Don't misunderstand Bob's comment. Bob was not minimizing the value of prayer. Rather, he was countering the dualistic perspective the plumber displayed about work. Bob recognizes that work has dignity and value because God created man to work. See Genesis 1, 26-28. Hence, Bob's view is that work has value and that man is charged to work with excellence. To do so requires godly people doing what God created them to do. See Ephesians 2.10. I call this view of work the holistic view of work. The holistic view of work recognizes that both spiritual and physical activities are ways to glorify God. God made the physical universe and repeatedly declared it good. See Genesis 1. Then in the last verse of Genesis 1, God declared his physical universe very good. The appellation good is a divine attribute. See Luke 8, 18, 18 through 19. Hence to state that something is good is to say that it is consistent with the nature of God. God's declaration over his physical universe was that it was consistent with his nature. Hence the physical universe is to be highly valued because the physical universe reflects God. Therefore, since God viewed the physical universe as good, so should we. What gives work in the physical realm significance, meaning, and value is that it was for this purpose that man was created. See Genesis 1, 26-28. Work is therefore divinely ordained as a means for glorifying God. The first occurrence of the word work is in Genesis 2, verse 5. In this text, the Hebrew word abad refers to Adam's divinely ordained work assignment, tilling the ground. In other texts, the word abad is translated worship, Psalm 100, verse 2, and serve, Psalm 2, verse 11. This suggests that physical work is a way to worship and serve God. Furthermore, if work is a way to worship and serve God, then this suggests that work is spiritual activity. This gives physical work dignity, meaning, purpose, and significance. Comparing the dualistic view of work and the holistic view of work, it is clear that since the dualistic view sees work only as a means to make money, then this view is a sign of the worship of money, which is idolatry. Those who hold to a dualistic view are on some level doing the same thing as Bernie Madoff, just not as extreme. Nevertheless, they can expect the same end results, judgment. By contrast, the holistic view of work values work as a means not to worship money, but to worship God. When anyone performs their work with excellence, fidelity, honesty, and diligence, they bring glory and honor to God, which serves both God and man. Hence, only a holistic view of work enables us to produce great results and simultaneously to worship our Creator. This is how the kingdom of God is advanced in the workplace. May the Lord grant us grace to do this.